0: This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. The stock market raised eyebrows last week when it closed higher for four consecutive days. But how does the market look for the longer term? Wharton finance professor Jeremy J. Siegel joins us today to discuss the possibilities. Welcome, Professor Siegel, and thanks for joining us today. Can you tell us if you were surprised at all by the four consecutive positive closes that the market had last week? Uh, I would say kind of
1: it's about time. We've had uh, many consecutive declines. At the time, the bulls had a uh, little bit of uh, of room to celebrate. Uh, th- there was actually, uh, I think, two uh, events that sparked the, the rally. Uh, most immediate was uh, Citibank's surprise announcement Um, around March 9th, that its January and February uh, uh, operating data showed a profit. Uh, And obviously, that was the most beleaguered of all the banks. Uh, And uh, for them to even say that they had a a profit in the first two months of the year, I think, was, was pretty surprising. And that really boosted the financial sector. It was followed, actually, Ken Lewis on Bank of America said the same a few days later, and then we got some fairly good news on the um, retail sales front. The consumer is not tanking quite as rapidly as we had feared, and I think that combination scared those shorts that were, you know, uh, so easily counting on the market to fall and fall and fall,
0: and and, and they covered, and I think uh, we ha- we had a nice uh, short cover rally. Okay, and and I think there was an announcement from GM too that they didn't think that they'd be. Drawing down on their next uh, installment from the government? Right.
1: Well, what's interesting about the auto sales is that uh, outside the United States, around the world, they actually uh, did much better in the month of February. Um, China, very strong. Brazil, strong. And even in Western Europe uh, with some discounting uh, that, that took place. Uh, so actually, auto sales in February were were actually uh, better than expected.
0: So it sounds like what you're saying is that when the market gets the right combination of signs, um, be, there's likely to be an upturn. Are there any signs generally out there right now that you think would, in a in normal circumstances, support a, a turnaround or – at least a, uh, a downturn that's not quite as steep.
1: Yeah, the, the uh, well, we actually had some fi- finally good, uh, fairly good news on the housing starts today, uh, up uh, more than expected. Of course, they've been just totally devastated, but it did it did surprise a lot of economists. Uh, uh, I'm not calling you know for stability there because uh, there, there's so much um still oversupply in the market i i tend to look at uh, the weekly jobless claims that uh Come out every Thursday morning at eight thirty. Uh, they're very sensitive indicators of the labor market, mm-hmm. and uh, as as far as all the uh, the indicators I look at, uh, they're ones that uh, that that I think give a, a, a good read about this, uh, Some of the current trends on uh, in the employment area. Okay,
0: for folks who um, who just retired or they're about to retire, this is really a this has really been a disaster should people be shifting money from stocks to less volatile investments uh, earlier in their retirement planning cycle? Um, or you know, should anybody past the age of 50 uh, have any business having a substantial part of their portfolio in stocks? Uh, yeah, I get more and more of those questions now. And I, I certainly can
1: understand. Uh, it, it has been really difficult. And uh, for all of us, including myself, uh, you know, I've advocated stocks. Uh, it, it is it has been a very uh, painful period uh, I, I think one there's a couple things that that investors must must keep in mind uh, first of all you mentioned the term the, the, the word 50 I don't regard that as very old I guess because I'm well past that age uh, but with modern medicine uh, a person 50 can look forward to at least 30 years uh, of, uh, of life and in fact, uh, uh, more and uh, so uh, when you think in in those terms uh, over thirty year periods um, stocks have done extraordinarily well and and even the last thirty years, despite the last ten being so very very bad uh, it it might surprise people to to know that stocks have beat bonds and have actually done well for uh investors so once uh, you once you get that that far now it depends on a lot of circumstances you know once you get to 65 if you're going to retire at 65 how is your health do you have other resources what are your obligations it's very hard to give a blanket recommendation uh to 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 any, anybody but i think one thing very important for investors and in stocks to keep in mind and that is you are now investing down 50% from the, the peak. Uh, and uh, all the empirical studies, including my own, uh, indicate that once the market has fallen 50%, uh, your future returns are, are even better. It doesn't guarantee you know, that, that next year will be good. We know in the short run there's, there's a lot of volatility. But uh, the the data is very overwhelming. That once once you're down fifty percent from the peak, uh, there are almost no bad outcomes going ahead ten years, five years, ten years, twenty years, or or further. When you're at the peak, such as we were, you know, nearly ten years ago in March of two thousand, then there were. P- periods of bad outcomes, and we had one of those <laughs> one of those bad outcomes, uh, to say the least. Uh, but once you're down fifty percent, uh, the chance of, of further rapid deterioration that, that keeps you permanently down is
0: greatly uh, diminished. Given the changes that we've seen in some of the ups and downs of the last decade uh, that you just mentioned, has your definition of the long run? changed at all I mean is it adjusted from first of all what is just for point of reference what is the long what is run? the
1: long run um, you know people can joke and say long run is long enough so that you can be right uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I, I, I Normally, I mean, again, it's a continuous pattern. There's, 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 there's no break. Um, I mean, we, we, we have the government issues a thirty-year bond, both an inflation-protected and standard bond. That's kind of considered the long run. People that are in their twenties or thirties or even forties that have four hundred one ks are looking towards retirement. Thirty years is. Is often uh, that period. Um, Obviously, as you get older and depending on your resources, you might want to shorten it to 20 years uh, uh, or less uh, as the circumstances uh, go. As I noted earlier, uh, interestingly enough, uh, the last 30 years, even though the last 10 have been very bad, um, the last 30 years have actually offered investors a a very good return. If you had started in, uh, I guess we would say, uh, you know, 30 years. Ago it would be 1979, yeah. right? Um, uh, you got a return that was, I think, over six and a half percent per year. Let me just check the data on that. Six point six percent per year, actually. Interesting. Last thirty years, even with the terrible ten that we've had uh, recently, uh, the average return has been higher than uh every 30 year the average of every 30 year return from 1871 and beyond mm-hmm. so uh, again we had a fantastic 20 years from 1981 to 2000 uh and then we have we have clearly uh, faltered uh subsequently
0: looking at the broader economy what will the the beginning of the end look like you've mentioned uh, uh the weekly unemployment numbers no, right uh, is there something that has a, um, a, a broader signal than, than, than that? Sure. Uh, I
1: mean there's two type of indicators here. One are the markets themselves and really uh, I, I I say the stock market will tell me that, uh, that the bottom is near. If we go back uh, and analyze uh, the uh, stock market, it's six to eight months it turns before the recession officially ends. So if we look ahead, if, if in fact let's say let's hope early March was the was the low, and of course we can't be sure, but if it was, we're looking towards September, October uh, as maybe marking the low of the actual economic uh, cycle. So markets are are what is uh, the stock market is really going to be uh, uh, the first uh, to respond as far as the data are concerned. Uh, um, yes, I did mention those jobless claims are sensitive data, and and the first sign is not that they're you know really robust, but they're not getting any worse, um, uh, and we might actually see a, a reduction. I mean they they've been holding in around six hundred and fifty thousand uh, um, uh, jobless claims a a, a, a week. Um, people receiving those unemployment benefits. Um, and we should also look at those monthly payroll numbers, which have also been obviously also in the $650,000 uh, range of losses. They will begin to moderate. I think they're going to be down to four hundred, three hundred thousand, 300000 And then hopefully by middle of the year, we will be zero or even slightly positive. Now, That doesn't mean normal, because normal growth is 200000 just to keep uh, the uh, economy growing at the rate of the growth of the labor force. But uh, we should see moderating trends in the payroll loss and in the jobless claims that uh, tell us that the worst of the recession is behind us.
0: Okay. And as we always like to do when you're with us, Professor Siegel, can you give us kind of your sense of um, what the average investor, uh, individual investor should be thinking about. We've talked about reti- uh, people nearing retirement and retirees. Right, right.
1: Uh, the, the, the problem, of course, with this, the safe bonds and the government bonds is their yields are just, I mean, I know they're safe, and clearly they've done well over the last five years, but their yields are now just so low. Uh, even the long-term treasuries are two and a half, three 3%. Um, I like the inflation protected ones better, but even their yields are are low uh, again once the stock market's gone down fifty percent and you invest in it uh you can expect on average uh, yields going over five, ten, fifteen years of six to eight percent after inflation there's no bond that really is is that good. I will say by the way that there is some uh attractiveness to the so-called junk bond or high yield bond area which is has a, a very very high yield you're getting 8 to 10% on many of them you need a diversified portfolio you know you need to go to a mutual fund that does a good job on diversifying but those may also be uh very attractive uh for individuals uh, again uh despite the discouraging returns on stocks once they're down as much as they are now, history is, is very emphatic that they should be part of your future
0: portfolio. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.